Hey everybody, welcome to Nebcast. I'm your guide on this magical tour into the anus of Brad. I'm Ryan. <laughs> and I'm sexy Brad. <laughs> Is this I, the sexy episode? What's I guess. I, I was trying to make it so out there that something we've never done I know, you before creeped all the listeners now they're, they're turning it off they're all like, listeners me and you and james we're used to yeah <laughs> does james even listen to it regularly um you know i don't know yet brad i not don't just know. the movie spectaculars <laughs> you know i don't know i is there a way to track how many people download and listen to our um podcast uh, smodcast they tell like they find out their numbers are i don't know how to do it i wish i did uh the only way i can do it is through the site visits so mm-hmm. if people go and download it from the site i can track what you know obviously they could be doing other things on the site but yeah that's about as the best i can do we were listening to uh me and laura listening to plus one mm-hmm. and um dude oh my god that's so cute yeah i know right <laughs> but the uh the ads in there dude we could totally have an ad I've been pushing. We need to do like little creative, you know. You don't have to create real ads, but you don't have to do creative because have you heard what he does? Oh, he just he's reads like yeah, he's like chadsbeers dot com. I fucking oh, you love mean, beer. You mean pay two hundred bucks to advertise on <laughs> yeah. there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like they, he just sits there and talks shit. It's pretty funny. I thought about you know right one up, and we could you know do one ad, but make it a two minute ad for two different like one minute ad for two different things mm-hmm. to make up the two minutes. So we could advertise more things. Yeah, that'd be cool. Once, like the Nebulous Prisms and Search's Domain. And... Yeah, this would be interesting. Uh... But I thought you meant like we should, on our cast, make up fake commercials oh, to man. insert into our <laughs> episodes. This episode brought to you by Kitty Litter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we really have nothing to talk about. Uh, you, Unless you have something. You sprung this on me and I didn't know. Um... I thought we were going back to a weekly format. And obviously, we, <laughs> we missed last week. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> we can. I just. Uh... You know, because I still want to do the sports one, but uh, I'll have to be more prepared. Next one we do will be the sports one, and let me know a date, and I'll actually sit down and think of topics and stuff, and right have a. But you want to do that as your it. own separate show, right? Yeah, like it's, its own feed where people just go straight to Ryan's and yeah. bypass all the Nebulous Visions bullshit. Well, you can, you know, you know what? I'll do an ad for Nebulous Visions <laughs> on my sweet <laughs> for free, Brad, for free. Awesome! Oh, it takes a load off my mind. <laughs> Because um, you're going to have to work for it because you have to edit and put it on. Yeah, um, that'll, that'll be my That'll my be payment. Your, your payment. Yeah. But no, I... Uh, oh, we got stuff to talk about. Like, what are we doing in like an hour? Oh, yeah. We are going to see Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides in one hour. In 3D? I don't know. Did you want to see it in 3D? Not really. I, I still... Uh, to this the day... The monkey flies at the screen. That might be cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> if it's as cool as the Indiana Jones monkey scene, then <laughs> we definitely have to do uh, it. There's the blade that sticks through the door, and then Penelope Cruz makes that lame joke about his penis being small or some shit. <laughs> uh, that lo- yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, My expectations are kind of low. Yeah, it's but, not getting very good reviews. Yeah. Um, it's the fourth one. Like, what else are they supposed to do? Yeah, you know, they can always be creative, though. Uh, I don't know. I still haven't seen a reason to see movies in 3D. Or, I, I, I mean, lack for a better word, I haven't had an excuse to see a movie in 3D. I think the next movie I see in 3D will be Spider-Man. Right. Because <laughs> you love it so much. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. That's about it. Like, the only reason to go, go see a movie in 3D is because the property itself is something you love so much that you're willing to pay the extra money. And it's not just, like, a little money it. now. It's, like, three fifty. At on top of yeah, I was I thought it was like five. It's still I mean you're in still cases. paying in Denver you're paying fourteen dollars for to see a movie. You could be seeing it's a stage show. 
yeah. it's different every time. I went to the Rockies game on uh, when no Tuesday were they in town? What when, you didn't they, call me when they destroyed Lincecum? Oh, you went to that one? Yeah, that was Monday, Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, whatever day it was, it cost fifteen dollars for a ticket. Oh, you're right, Tuesday. Tuesday, fifteen dollars. So it's basically the same price to see a baseball game as it is to to go to uh, a movie, which is fine. Like you know, I would pay the extra money. Like I'll pay the extra money to see The Dark Knight Rises in IMAX. I'll pay the extra money to see The Amazing Spider-Man in 3D, just because I want to. But the big news today, though, too, was James Cameron set a release date for Titanic 3D. Was that the big news? Uh, yeah, I evidently because it's on all the movie websites. Mm. Even though the um, Adventures of Tintin's trailer came out, the big news is... What did you think of that trailer? It's interesting. I liked it. Yeah. I thought some of the... Like, it's all CGI, right? Yeah. And I thought some of the, the scenes, um, like the darker, uh, low-lit scenes, I had trouble dis- distinguishing between reality, uh, live action, and CGI. Well, yeah. You know, it should be a cool movie uh, because <clears throat> they're... They're basically doing what Robert Zemeckis has already done for a few films, and that's that uh, motion capture CGI kind of. I think they've been doing motion capture even since like uh, Jurassic Park. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. They're like it's the whole movie's that way. Uh, I mean, they had the Polar Express, A Christmas Carol, which you know I I think Robert Zemeckis should go back to making you know Back to the Future or something. I don't He's know. done a like. It's not like he's done different things. It's been a straight yeah, uh, exactly. lineage of fully CGI films. So he he should break, you know, do something different. You'd hope. And he's creative enough and he has enough on his resume where you think he'd be able to just say, hey, I want to do this. And I heard uh, his next thing might be, uh, you know, a Roger Rabbit sequel. So that'd be Which awesome. That'd be sweet. Because actually I did read something where he wants to do a Roger Rabbit sequel where it's CGI, like... Uh, Pixar style animation and Roger Rabbit's kind of left behind mm-hmm. because he's 2D. I guess there's already a script. I don't know. I, re- I remember reading something a while ago about it. I think that'd be really cool because Roger Rabbit's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. That movie's underrated. Very. It. Yeah. Because it's, uh, you know, when you see it when you're younger, you don't appreciate some of the humor in it and you don't appreciate how cool it is. And But I did read a interesting thing too about Roger Rabbit just recently because I'm a big Disney fan. Uh, the only reason Warner Brothers agreed to have Donald Duck and da- uh, Daffy Duck and the same thing and Mickey and Bugs Bunny is each character had to be on screen for the exact same amount of frames. Not seconds, frames. And so they uh, they really worked it out. It's pretty interesting. And I mean, watching the making of that movie because I have the Vista series. Whatever happened to the Vista series? Yeah. Uh, DVDs. Uh, like, they, like the penguins in the cocktail scene they're like a little on wires and the mm-hmm. artist would have to draw around them and uh, that practical filmmaking doesn't exist anymore because it's easier to say uh, I want a penguin there and just put it in with the computer and cheaper you don't have to pay to make the yeah. prop penguins so I miss that old style filmmaking it, it I, I would argue that actually made the you know more realistic because the actors have something to relate to yeah you know uh you do miss that kind of old style filmmaking. That's why I actually enjoyed uh, the House of the Devil, where it was uh, a really slow burn for that movie, and it, but it was so well paced and so well done that it didn't seem like uh, 
that like you were engrossed in the movie and then all of a sudden that bang that headshot just totally changed the whole movie i think it was about maybe about an hour into the movie the rest of the movie is just how creepy the dude from last action hero is yeah <laughs> that's right he was in that movie matt matt fewer right is that his name no no that's matt fewer is uh some other guy but he's uh yeah, bad guy in the house of the devil is the sit bad guy that's in last action hero and it's been a it's been a bad week for arnold schwarzenegger yeah well, was it really what a, happened ryan it's <laughs> a really bad week when uh you're why do they call it a love child uh that it's a bit ironic isn't it <laughs> I, I guess uh lust child is more appropriate. Yeah, lust child uh, for those of you who are listening to this and don't pay attention to any news, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, fathered a child 10 years ago that wasn't from his wife. With the maid. <laughs> hey <laughs> Do you realize that that happens a lot, like in celebrities? For some reason, dudes love fucking maids. It's a, I think it's an ego thing. Totally. Well. Um, yeah, it's not a, nothing new. is not anything that yeah, you know, it, guys in his position haven't done before. I mean... <laughs> Who knows what he did while he was the governor? Yeah, you know, I, you know it's and two, I, it's part of me. I just don't care because it doesn't affect the fact that I enjoy Predator, or I enjoy the Terminator. You know, I'll still watch the movies and I'll still go see him in movies. His um, personal life has no barometer on if I'll go see a movie, unless he you know like murders a baby or something. Well, yeah, <laughs> like... you know the only person I refuse to see movies is uh, Roman Polanski. I refuse to see his movies because. Um, so you've never seen Chinatown? No, I refuse to see it. That's because, the only one I've seen. Because he anally raped a 13-year-old girl, and even though she doesn't want to press charges, he thinks it's okay. And so when he was, uh, maybe not raped, but he still had sex with a 13-year-old girl in her ass, and then when he was going to get arraigned, he fled the country. And then when they were going to extradite him to America, he all pussied out, and then they wouldn't do it. So fuck him. He's an asshole. And there's there's tons of people in this industry that like are on his side. You know, is that weird? So do you boycott their movies because they support him? Who who supports him? Because I, I I'll, I'll no, think I of, really I'll think about all it. of that. <laughs> You're considering it? Yep, it's a lot. Um, obviously, you and McGregor and Pierce Brosnan were in the Ghost Rider, so yeah, they don't mind working with him. Yeah, because people don't mind working for him, but still, it's a. I think it's bullshit. I don't know. Do you think it's okay that... No. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you know, and... It is a weird gray area. Because, yeah, uh, he can get movies made, and then he can hire people who get jobs. Exactly. And he's so a... he's a, that. He's a wanted felon in America. But definitely. Yeah. And it, I don't condone raping yeah. <laughs> 13 year old girls just either. just goes back to... But he also doesn't make movies that I find interesting anyway, so... Yeah, he's boring. Um... It goes back to the church was just in the news yesterday because they released some uh, study about how being celibate and a homosexual has nothing to do with uh, sexually abusing boys as being a priest for the Catholic Church. And the church took a stand on it where they said, if it's illegal where they're at, then it needs to be reported. And uh, where in the fuck in the world is it not illegal to sexually (laughs) abuse a child? It might be like um, no, like there might be uh, like places in the states where it's so obvious that it's wrong that they didn't make it, like they didn't actually write a law for it because mm-hmm. people are like 
No kid fucking, right? We're all in agreement. We don't need to actually look, look at do Brad this. defending priest fucking boys and Roman Polanski <laughs> fucking a thirteen year old girl. I'm not defending anything. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. You're painting me. Ah, oh. you are a bad man. You're gonna. People are gonna be chasing me with pitchforks, and who are you gonna have you co-host the show with? Fuck, you're right. Throw me under the bus here. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm just I, trying to make the argument inter- interesting. Yeah, you know, it's. But you know what I mean, like. Well, yeah, exactly. It's it's ridiculous. And the people who released this study were hired by the church. So, of course, the church is going it, to... It's like me hiring you to do a review on Nebulous Visions. <laughs> like, you're going to say anything <laughs> bad about it. You know what I mean? It's so stupid. And I don't know. Just things have... Sometimes things just irk the hell out of me. Understandably that, you know, it's <laughs> a uh, position of tremendous trust that's being abused. Exactly. And, you know, and the scary thing is, is it's constantly abused. It's not just... Oh, here's one or two cases. It's everywhere. And so the church cares more about its image than punishing these people. I mean, you and I, we would go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and this just goes back to David Cross's 1999 stand-up bit about it. And I'm sure he talked about it before, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's unbelievable. 1999? <laughs> <laughs> or 2002, I don't know. Um, um, you know what I mean? It's just, it's unbelievable that people like that are able to get away with shit. Well, at least the rapture's coming. It is on uh, Saturday. So you might have to not have to deal with it anymore because, you know, where we're going, there are no kid molesters. <laughs> no. Uh, well, me, I'm guessing I'm going to hell, so uh, <laughs> I'll probably be seeing good old Hitler and uh, Osama bin Laden will be short, there. <laughs> God loves everybody. That's right. You know what? He should love me because morally I'm a good person, but... Uh, Maybe because I don't believe in him, he'll punish me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I guess the guy who predicted that—he's um, from Colorado. Did you know in that? In 1994, also. Yeah. So, dude, there's no. But his math is off. So. <laughs> how, how, now we got it right. We'll see. Isn't that amazing? I mean, what could possibly happen in uh, two days where the end of the world? Did he say well, what would happen? I don't. I know. read up on it today because it's like, are frogs going to rain from the sky like magnolia? Or listen, Ryan, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Take my hand. I'll carry you into this journey. Uh, um, for those listening at home, <laughs> me and Brad just touched hands. Just touched hands. <laughs> Five minutes, touch dicks. All right. Um, <laughs> apparently, what's going to happen is May 29th isn't <clears throat> exactly the end of the world. It's the beginning of the end of the world. So all the good people will send to heaven. And uh-huh. the five months after Saturday mm-hmm. will simply be hell on earth, where oh. the people who didn't get to go up with the rest of the good people will have to wallow in destruction and earthquakes and looting and violence and just squalor for five months, um, while Jesus is running around laughing at them, making them feel bad for not <laughs> believing in him. Then on October 21st, I think it's 21st or 17th. Sometime in October is when uh, the world will be destroyed. Interesting. Yeah. And so, you know what I never got, and this goes to, like, the movie uh, Legion and other movies? Why does God want to kill everybody? I know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, It's not okay for us to kill each other, but it's okay for him to kill us. Um, Even the ones who do believe. Exactly. You know, one of my... One of the funniest things I think in the Bible is they talk about, um, I was reading um, stats on the Bible, and in the Bible, God kills over one billion people. Satan, four. So I wonder if, you know, I don't know. Uh, Evil is in the eye of the beholder. 
this could go this discussion has many it does pitfalls that we could tread but it uh, does but I was just curious. I uh, uh, my friend Joe invited me to the end of the the world party. <laughs> He's actually having a real party. Yeah, oh. you should hit him up. Uh, he told me to bring Mortal Kombat and Marvel versus Capcom three. I only accept direct invites. <laughs> 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 I guess I'll just be home cutting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, like uh, this will be my last podcast. <laughs> I get to cut. Better do it right. <laughs> Better make it interesting. Make it special. I'll put some. Mozart in the background, a little Requiem. <laughs> um, on the I'm lighter so glad side, we're la- the Rockies our- are winning. Totally, I'm so glad <laughs> we're making ourselves crack up. <laughs> we're hilarious to ourselves. No, the Rockies are. You know, uh, did you watch the game today? I listened to it on the radio as I was driving around. Mm-hmm. They and I saw a- the seventh and eighth innings. They TV. put up an interesting uh, stats about the Phillies last year. Did you see that? Mm. Uh, the Phillies won the most games in baseball last year at 97. And, you know, everyone was making a big deal because the Rockies weren't playing very well recently. There was four times last year. Uh, one time the Phillies went 4-12, uh, 3-9, and 12, uh, three and, nine, and like 2-7. and seven. And so, every you know, baseball's so long, and they're just trying to point out that, you know, every team that's good is going to go through these slumps, these yeah. slumps no matter what because the season's so long and the Rockies already had one big one yeah so I mean that first giant series yeah so I mean they'll, they'll get them I mean they're still in first place and well tied for first uh, technically ahead because they've lost less games <laughs> um, so yeah I mean they'll be okay I'm not too worried about it I'm just excited they're uh, well they finally swept the Giants it was a two game stand but yeah uh, they and they kicked the crap out of Lincecum. Yeah. And they needed to. You know, when I went to the game, uh, me and Laura didn't have the best seats, obviously, because we paid like 15 bucks for them. And it was just one of those things where I came home, and I got home at 5.30, and I think the game was at 6.30. And I walked in the door, and I'm like, hey, we should go to the Rockies game. She said, okay, we'll go. And uh, so we... Is Laura a big baseball fan, or is <laughs> she just like, I love my husband. She I'm loves me so much that she'll go. Uh, was so- it raining that day? No, it was really nice outside. Yeah. Uh, we went and uh, <laughs> we're there, and she keeps on asking me the dumbest questions about baseball. And she what's keeps, a baseball? <laughs> she keeps on. Uh, she she was asking me what an error was, and I said, an, "Well, an error is any time a defensive player has an opportunity to make a play on the baseball and either misplays the ball." Throws the ball away, blah 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 blah. Why do they even score that? I've been wondering. Uh, it, you know, she said the same thing to me. <laughs> Just saying, Brad. It, it's, I'm learning baseball myself. It, no, it's statistics, and it, they do it by fielding percentage. And that's at the end of the year, they give out what they call gold gloves. And usually, the player with the best actually gets my fielding percentage. Is, why is that stat projected next to the runs and the? It's just a line score. They call it a box like, score. It makes it look so much more important than it is. Well, I mean, it is important when you. It's, it's important statistically, like when they read down the sheets, and you know, well, Tracy has to decide what kind of line. I mean, here, here's generate. a perfect example of it today uh, in the Rockies game. Uh, Chassin struck out a batter for the Phillies. I think it was Orr. No, glowed, and Chris Ionetta misplayed the ball. The ball rolled all the way to the backstop, and in baseball, the catcher has to catch the ball on a strikeout. Like if you don't catch the ball on a strikeout, the runner can advance to first. And the ball went so far away from Chris Iannetta that he was able to get him out at first. That scored a wild pitch and error on the pitcher. Um, the next batter came up and hit a double, which scored a run. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- that's an important stat because an error can lead to a run. 
and that's why they hold it against a player in the especially the pitcher because it's not an earned it's not an earned run even if the yeah. pitcher makes the error it's still not an earned run against the pitcher mm-hmm. which is a really bizarre but it affects his absolutely calculation nothing. of his his fielding percentage or his ERA right no ERA if it's an error it doesn't count as an earned run uh, right when when, when so, Carlos Gonzalez hit that three run home run to beat Tim Lincecum. Only one earned run counted, even though it was a three-run home run. Oh, okay. Because his air allowed those runners to advance. So the only one that so counted it was... It keeps it low. Yeah, I mean, if... But unless, like, uh, the one for Chassin didn't affect his earned run average because the person who scored reached on an air. So the next hit that scored him doesn't count as an earned run because that base runner wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for the air. Mm. Even if it's on the pitcher. So it, he had zero earned runs that game. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like it's really complicated. I, I'm playing and, semantics where I'm like the word effect. It still it affects it. It just it just null affects it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it calculated into statistics. <laughs> yeah, they have it, it's baseball is a game of statistics, obviously. And uh, how is Cargo doing, by the way? Uh, he's okay. He pulled his groin today, so yeah. Um, they said it was just. Uh, I was reading Sports Center. It said sore groin, and I think they just took him out for a precaution because the Rockies are already up <laughs> uh, five to nothing at the time. Bruised nuts. But when we were at the game, uh, he uh, Carlos Gonzalez was up, and Lincecum threw this pitch, and it was so funny because we were like up the first base side in the third deck, and as soon as he hit that ball. I'm the only one who stood up like, oh, that's gone! And they started making the home run signal. <laughs> that was you? <laughs> yeah. Then everybody else knew that he hit a home run because he fucking crushed that ball. I'm so glad to see them finally having, like, just insane offense lately. Oh, yeah. They've been really good. I, Even I, the, Well, except for today, like, those seven runs were all Giambi. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you still have to get on base, and he still has to hit the... That's true. Uh, uh, but yeah, the game yesterday, awesome. oh yeah, the game yesterday was really good though. I mean, they lost two to one, but I thought the game was really good. So yeah, the Rockies been playing pretty well. Yeah, it was yeah a little worried there back on the Giants and who was it? Oh, the Padres. And they come into town, and you think, oh, this is yep. gonna be pretty easy. And yeah, they did well in that first game, and then blew it. Yep. <laughs> in the last couple innings. That happens in baseball. What do you do about it? Could, it? Yeah. I, I, I see them drop that kind yeah. of lead. If only the rest of our teams were good. And, you know, the NFL and what's going to happen Who with that. Who knows if we'll have football. <laughs> you know, I think they'll work it out. But, but you know, what what the NFL and the players are finally starting to understand is fans don't take either of their sides because it's millionaires and billionaires fighting over billions of dollars. No one gives a shit. Right. You're like, oh, wah. Screw the Players Association. I'll play. Yeah, no doubt. I'll play you for know, $500. Yeah, give me $50,000 a year. I will run out on that field and I will play football. Play my heart out. Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like, that, that's why people get pissed off at them because who gives a shit? Hmm. They're fighting over $9 billion on how to split it up. Profit. I guess uh, in the players' fairness, uh, like the owners want them to play more games. Are they going to take away two of the preseason? No, they they got rid of that because that's the one thing the players didn't want to do. Because I understand, you know, it gives, there's more opportunities for them to get hurt that way. Oh, yeah. Um, and when they get hurt, that, you know, there's money at stake. You know, yeah. teams are paying a lot for them to play. If they can't play, they're you yeah, know, wasting money. There's two sides of the coin in that. You know, doing the 18 games, fans want more meaningful games. Like, four preseason games is ridiculous. Um, but at the same time, 
you know, the the players don't have guaranteed contracts in the NFL. Like in every other sport, uh, like if you play baseball and you sign, let's say, I don't know, Carlos Gonzalez signed seven years, $70 million. That's Which all guaranteed <laughs> money. So, but in the NFL, you, you see it all the time. Like uh, Peyton Manning signed a 10-year, $140 million contract. 57 million of it's guaranteed. So he has to stay healthy and play out and reach certain goals to make that 107 million. Well, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I mean, it's $107 million, but he only gets half of that basically. And so the NFL player association want that guaranteed. And until it's guaranteed, they're not going to, they're just not going to happen. And they're not going to do 18 games. And I mean, that one I knew wasn't going to happen. And 18 games seems kind of a lot. I mean, it might take some of the, the meaning. Super Bowl would be what in March? <laughs> uh, it'd be uh, two weeks later. End so it'd of be February? yeah, the end of February. Well, they already uh, like NASCAR was going to move the Daytona 500, which is usually the week after the Super Bowl, because they can't <laughs> compete with the Super Bowl. Nobody can. So it's it's a really interesting thing. It's and that's why people get sick of them because they're just fighting over billions of dollars. And, and then it would mess up records too, because you know. Yep. Obviously, people could have more time to achieve things. Yeah, I mean, those records will still stand, though, because one of the biggest records of all time was Babe Ruth's 60 home runs, and Roger Maris hit his 61st home run in more games. And so a lot of people said, should that stand? Should that still count? And, I mean, obviously it does. You know, it's just one of those things. Sorry, going back to baseball, because I read on Twitter before I came over here, uh, Franklin Morales got traded to Boston. Did he? I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? What do you think of that, Ryan? Um, Franklin Morales is a big disappointment, so bye. <laughs> really? Because I, I thought Paulino's been kind of... He is, but... Although he did good today. Yeah, but he's playing with the 7-1 lead. He did blow two games. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Morales has been in the Rockies system forever. Right. Uh, that's why I was concerned, because he's and, like a staple of the bullpen. And it's one of those things where, I don't know... Uh, when the Rockies went to the World Series, he was actually... Uh, I think he's their closer, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. Maybe he was their starter. Him and Jimenez. Yeah, they were starters. And uh, and he played good, but it just... They have no place for him. Because, one, they're going to have Aaron Cook come back. So they're going to probably move, my guess is, Ismail Rogers into the long reliever role. Um, so Ismail's going to get his job, and then Aaron Cook's going to yeah. get Ismail's starter job. Yep. Well, hopefully Aaron's doing good. Yeah, well, you hope <laughs> so, because the Rockies did give him $90 million, so... They gave Aaron Cook $90 million. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that great like last three, year. Yeah, they gave it to him like two or three years ago. Hmm. Yeah, he got that money and he's been shit ever since. So, Isn't that weird? Like, it seems like whenever players sign a huge contract, they just go to crap. You know, uh, that's the biggest knock on Albert Hainsworth is he only played really hard in contract years, which is true. I mean, last year, I mean, you can say Shanahan maybe botched it, but <laughs> that dude doesn't play hard. He gets his money. He doesn't give a shit. And then when he knows his money's on the line, then he's going to have the most sacks of a defensive lineman and and stuff like that. It's yeah, sports are weird. You, you think that you would still play it because you love the game, but that never happens. I mean, it's a job, obviously. Ryan Sports Show uh, signature line: Sports are weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ryan Frost. Sports, sports are, are weird. weird. Uh, speaking of sports, what do you think of the hockey playoffs? Oh, who lo- I love hockey playoffs. I really do. I think it's the uh, everybody plays hard in hockey playoffs. They do. Uh, who do you think is going to take the cup? <laughs> I don't know. 
my guess is Vancouver. Not Van- really pulling for anybody because I don't care unless it's the Avalanche. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, my uh, my father always uh, when his the Broncos or the Nuggets would lose in playoffs, my dad would always root for like the Western Conference or the mm-hmm. AFC. Which I guess I kind of do too. That's what my dad says. Like, I guess that's how they grew up. Yeah. Which is a noble thing, like representative of our division. You like, know, it's still us. Our fathers might do that be- too because um, your dad uh, was always a Dolphins fan, correct? My uh, dad. No, he was a Baltimore Colts fan. He was or, a Don Shula fan. Well, okay, Baltimore Colts, even, that's the same thing. My dad's always a Broncos fan, and they were in the AFL, and they always had to play the NFL. The NFL was the big, bad, like, brother. And uh, my dad loves the AFL. And so when an AFC team from the AFL ever plays the NFC or anything, my dad always roots for an AFL team to win. So it could be the Dolphins, the Colts, someone like that, the Chiefs, uh, if they're not playing the Broncos, obviously. My dad's mm-hmm. a diehard Broncos fan, but and my dad's the same way. You know, he, if the, so my dad, I'm sure, is pulling for Dallas or Oklahoma City to win the playoffs in basketball, even though I, I don't think my dad's ever watched basketball. I, I, don't really follow the NBA, so I'm assuming the Dallas and Oklahoma City are our conference, yeah. <laughs> or division, or bracket. Um, Oklahoma City's in the Nuggets' uh, actual division. They used to be the Seattle SuperSonics. I know they that. did, which was still our conference. Yep, huh. and it, it's so bizarre because. Do you think Seattle's like, oh man, maybe? And they, this is how ridiculous it is. So the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're in Cleveland from 1967 to 1995 or something like that, 96, before they moved to Baltimore. And Four uh, years later. So in 1995, yeah, it was 95, they, Cleveland, the citizens of Cleveland, voted not to build them a new stadium. So Art Modell said, okay, fine, you're not going to build me a stadium. People in Baltimore are going to build me a stadium. They moved them to Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens go on to win a Super Bowl in 2000. The Cleveland Browns come back into the league in 1999. One of the provisions to have a new NFL team is to build a new stadium. (laughs) So what they basically did was take 10 steps backwards to have the same exact team. (laughs) And if they would have just kept the Cleveland Browns where they were, they might have a Super Bowl by now. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, now they're the. I think they've the most games they've won since they've been back is nine, maybe ten. Did they uh, fire Mangini? Uh, Let they, him go. They or did. is he still on? I think they did fire him. Uh, I forget who the new head coach is. Lost track of that. Track of that. Yeah, because no one cares about the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you know what people call Cleveland? The armpit of America, because it's right on the Great Lakes. Well, since we don't longer have any Cleveland listeners to Nebcast, uh, let's <laughs> talk about Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland Indians are doing really good. I think they have the best record in baseball. Uh, hey, there's a uh, Cabrera. He's uh, a drunk. <laughs> Ryan's watching Sports Center as we talk, <laughs> and some Red Sox pitchers got beaned in the ankles with a pitch or a, a hit. Oh, there's John Lester. We hate his ass. No, that's Palpabon. I'm sorry. Oh, Palpabon. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's a prick. Fuck him. And he struck him out. The people are saying the Red Sox well, are going to win. Yeah, he's he still is. A uh, are going to win the World Series. Who? Uh, baseball experts. Or who's going to win? The Red Sox. Really? Yeah. They started off really slow, but... Uh, well, if they get better with Franklin Morales, I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did, did they say who they traded him for? It's undisclosed at this time. Oh, so that probably means... a. Draft. Uh, a, a draft pick or a player to be named or cash. Yeah. Um, it is Twitter, so there's only 140 characters. 
Um, yeah, that's all the questions I have for Ryan on sports. <laughs> what other movies have you seen lately? Um, I just watched The Horde, which is actually a French horror movie called La Horde. Is which it is about, about a group of whores? Uh, no, it's about a group of zombies. It was actually it started kind of interesting. It started off as uh, oh man, the Rockies <laughs> recap is on. Yep. Sorry, um, it's alright. Giambi hit three home runs today. Forty years old, the second all oldest the uh, Rockies runs. Yeah. Whoops, <laughs> dude. How about that uh, bad call on his? Not his his. Second to last at bat. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. It's way outside. Yeah, well, look at that one. Almost the exact same spot. You know how they fixed that? They were showing it on uh, the uh, telecast today. Is he stood straight, more straight in the uh, uh, the batter's box? Uh, yesterday he crouched more, but he s- stood up straighter, and so it opened up his stance, and it worked. Wow, pretty interesting. It's amazing that something that yeah. minimal can have that much of an effect. But yeah, anyways, back to La Horde. Horde yeah. uh, it was all right. It's sort of interesting. It started off as these cops seeking revenge for their partner who was killed by these black drug dealers in a French movie. It's kind of funny. I'm like, that's usually a stereotype in American movies. Um, but it, it's really bizarre. They they go in there and they start shooting each other. It's like a kind of a cops robbers kind of movie, and all of a sudden zombies show up. And they don't explain where the zombies. Um, no, they don't explain where they come from, but uh, through they, they just exist out of nowhere. Well, yeah, like they, the cops go in, and then the guy who's patrolling the outside, I guess, watching, you know, keep eye. So the drug dealer, I don't even know. You can always hear like uh, there's like bombs going off in Paris, and so the zombies come from there. And they, I mean, they don't explain where they come from. It just all the, it's like. A zombie movie where you're following a certain group of people, and that's how it happens. It was all right, but you know, one of my biggest problems sometimes when—and I was telling you this before we started—did I say this on the podcast or before we started? I'm not repeating myself on the podcast. The horde thing? Yeah, that was off. Okay, good. Yeah. I was—I had, 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 had a big deja vu <laughs> moment there. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, one of my biggest pet peeves with the low-budget any movies is they try to overcompensate for the lack of budget. And so in this movie, uh, the lighting, first of all, is terrible in the movie. If it was dark, you couldn't see anything. And I don't know if that's because I'm watching Standard Definition on Netflix or if the movie was just shot poorly. I'm going to go with the movie shot poorly because they had sources of lights that were, like... When you're in a hallway, like in a hotel, they have, like, lamps basically there. Mm -hmm. And they were always flickering. And they didn't light the whole hallway, so you couldn't see shit. And the then they'd say, what's that? In French. <laughs> and uh, you'd look down the hallway and you'd just hear, Ooh, assuming zombies were coming. And then they wouldn't come for a long time. And then all of a sudden they'd do like this quick cut to a character, and then a zombie would be right there. Was, and you know what I mean, too? Like when you're watching, um, sometimes movies now, they have the cutting is too hyperkinetic. It's always like cut, 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 cut. And that movie was full of it. And it and the zombies sprinted, and I don't have a problem with zombies sprinting, but like factoring in the zombie sprinting with the super fast cutting with the people running and shooting the whole time, it, it gives you a headache watching it. It's like a poorly edited uh I don't even know. 
you know, but when you have a director like Steven Spielberg who can do that for Saving Private Ryan, where it looks really cool and gritty, um, in lesser hands, it looks like shit. And it's one of my biggest pet peeves is the the shaky cam, steady cam shots that mm-hmm. are prevalent in so many things now. Instead of you following along with the narrative, you're you're taken out of it. And exactly. Like asking questions in your own head. And you're like, oh, great, this is a movie because, you know, they're going to cut things really quickly and really take you out of the element. And I think that's a really big loss form in storytelling in movies is uh, the quick cutting even in like action movies now, because everybody wants it to be PG thirteen, so they do quick cuts and they don't. Well, they do quick cuts because uh, the attention span of the audience is diminished. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that, but I mean, but if you sit but, on a shot for too long, people, uh, you know, who aren't. You can take a movie like Scott Pilgrim versus the World, where they do, they don't do those quick cuts as often. You know, they they make the hits last longer and still works there's for me. a fine balance yeah but you know what i mean because it's a it's a lesser f- uh, filmmaker and it's a french guy and it's from the 70s <laughs> which is that's weird for the 70s because oh no it was a new movie it's like 2010 oh, it was from the 70s no oh, oh okay well then wow yeah. <laughs> yeah i was and then they had this really bad cgi moment um the zombies were banging their head against a a, pla- a glass door and then the glass door broke, but you could see, like, terrible animation of it falling. Oh, my God. And I didn't get to, like, the zombies were on, at the door, and they were breathing, and their hot air was leaving, like, mist on it. But if you're dead, would you, you breathe hot air? Would you even breathe? I know. Dead people are cold. Yeah. And do they breathe? I don't think so. You would think they would breathe because they would have no reason to. Right. Breathing is a reaction of circulation right? <laughs> or it's it it the oxygen makes the blood well the heart makes blood flow but yeah but yeah oxygen is carried through the lung ah, who cares i'm just saying i don't think they would <laughs> this have is hot a breath science cast yeah. um <laughs> or biology cast uh it was all right though i mean i i was there are zombies <laughs> there, there was i mean there was one really cool shot where the guy uh it's full of cliches, but this one guy, um, you know, he says, run, I'll, I'll hold off the the horde, you know, playing <laughs> it back. And because uh, he got bit about 10 minutes earlier. And so maybe this had to been the most expensive shot in the movie because, um, again, they is like down a parking garage. You couldn't see the, the zombies until they're almost like right on top of them. And you saw a whole bunch of them. But then he ran on a car on top of a car and then there's like hundreds of them like reaching up to grab him and he used a machete and he was chopping off their hands and stuff that was pretty cool nice um but it did not save the movie so what's your uh score for this that would movie, be ryan a d it, it gets by i would give it an f if it didn't have so much gore and like that one cool shot but and the story was started off interesting i mean obviously i knew it was a zombie movie but I have seen very a lot of bad movies, uh, zombie movies, and because uh, you're a you're a fan, you'll yeah. I mean, I'll give everything whatever, I'll give yeah. everything a shot for sure. But um, I watch Zombie Women of Satan, which was worse than that one. That one would get about the same rating as I give House of the Dead, which is a big pile of donkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And to demonstrate that score is this donkey that I rented. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, donkey. (laughs) Ryan gave it one big pile. All right. Take it away. Thank you. Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) I think maybe the only um, (laughs) um, thing that saved zombie women of Satan was there was lots of nudity. Nice. Yeah. Nothing like tits flopping around to make it. (laughs) Tits will distract me from this. But I also watched uh, Jackass 2.5 for the first time. Oh, yeah? There's some pretty funny There's things. There's stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh, the anal beads up Bam's ass when he was flying a kite and he was screaming because it hurt. Oh, I was laughing so hard. Uh, <laughs> and Preston farting. <laughs> uh, I just watched uh, Jackass 3 again. I haven't seen that um, since it was in the theater. Is it okay in 2D? Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah? I, I do miss the 3D because it... It made you feel like you were hanging out with them, yeah, as they were doing stuff. But um, I mean, I don't mind it not being there. Like some, a lot of the stuff is still funny. <laughs> they did in Jackass. I don't miss 2. the 3D <laughs> Pukano, That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Jackass two point five. I guess uh, Dave England can shit on command. Yeah, <laughs> and he did in that. <laughs> he just pulled down his pants and like shot the shit out all over this table. <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah. Uh. I do not envy that talent. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't seen Oh, any yeah, movie right there. Since. Franklin Ross for a player to be named later and designate Hideki Okojima for assignment. Interesting. So the Red Sox are getting rid of Hideki? Or is that us? Uh, that, that was them. When you designate him for assignment, he goes to AAA. Oh, okay. But a player to be named later, i.e., someone. Like just get this dude off of our hands. We don't care. <laughs> Somebody just just do something with this guy. How about you, Brad? You've seen any movies lately? Not really. Um, I'm gonna go see Hobo with a Shotgun tomorrow night. Nice. Um, it's getting good reviews. Yeah. Um, What's cool about that movie is that dude submitted that Grindhouse trailer to Robert Rodriguez, and he got his movie made because of it. That's pretty cool. Rodriguez financed it. I don't know if he financed it, but I know he won the. Uh, submissions to Grindhouse to make uh, like he won the trailer. I don't know what contest it was, but I guess so. The contest Rodriguez had fans make their own Grindhouse trailers, and he made Hobo with a Shotgun, and that one is now a movie. Right. So the Grindhouse whatever festival, yeah, just gets you attention. Yeah. So that other people who are not Robert Rodriguez give you money to actually go ahead and film the rest of the movie yeah and you got rudger Hauer, you know who's that in that one movie <laughs> that one movie he's a legend <laughs> i don't know if a legend's the right word for him but i mean he's well known a legend of 80s movies <laughs> totally <laughs> blade runner um, oh, yeah, he was in dark knight yeah or no batman begins sorry i guess blade runner yeah it's a pretty famous movie um i think he's in a bunch of van damme or stallone <laughs> he's always a bad guy usually yeah That'd be, you know, I'd play that. I mean, the new go-to bad guy is Christoph uh, Waltz. Yeah. Did I saw him, I saw him in, uh, no, I saw him in Water for Elephants, though. What? Look, dude, I didn't <laughs> pay for it. My uh, mother-in-law paid oh, for it. Oh, look, in the corner, it's your balls. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go see it, but my mother-in-law says, oh, we'll take you to dinner and a movie. I'm like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> and I, I can be uh, entertained for two hours, and it was not entertaining. What was it about? Um, It's about this veterinarian um the dude from twilight i don't robert pattinson yeah don't uh, pretend you don't know his name robert pattinson <laughs> and i always want to call him 
Edward. I don't know why. That's the vampire name. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I saw New Moon. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he's a veterinarian, and his uh, parents die, and so he loses his house, and he joins a circus, and sorry, falls I, in love with Reese Witherspoon. I forgot to admit because uh, I listened to the other podcast, mm-hmm. um, and you guys were talking about the the face punch. Mm-hmm. I thought I told you about that, but you didn't know about it until like hanging out with uh, James. Yeah, no, you did tell me about it, but you told me... A, no, I think James told me first, and then you confirmed it because you've seen the movie. Yeah. And I could not believe that that was true. I'm like, James, what are you talking about? What is fuck is face punch? <laughs> and then you sat there and told me that it was a real scene in the movie. It was like both of your experiences. Yeah, it's like... I, I have to concede it's like the only thing I was entertained by was the fact <laughs> that that So do they, sh- do they the show movie. the actual like face punch movie i don't remember i think i don't think they do i think oh, they just show re- the reactions of the people yeah i think it's the reaction of the characters and you hear the audio in the background because they're sitting <laughs> in the theater at one point uh and there's posters on the you know the lobby mm-hmm. as they walk around but um yeah i totally forgot about that until you guys brought it up in the podcast and i was like oh my god i you know i have a subscription to entertainment weekly and the one two weeks ago or maybe his last week had twilight featured in it and uh so i decided i mean i always read my magazines i read every article in them i don't care um so i was reading it and the people who are making the movie the actors don't understand the the movie and or the book so they're making a movie and a book they don't understand like the guy who plays the werewolf i don't even know who the fuck that guy is um i guess bella and edward have a child and the only way Bella can survive childbirth from a vampire if she becomes a vampire. So their child is a half vampire, half human. And uh, James told me that he per- he performs a C-section with his uh, vampire Dang. teeth. Yeah. And he bites the umbilical cord. And the werewolf falls in love with the baby. Yeah, my sister told me that. How... And the dude who plays a werewolf is reading it and he says, I didn't understand it. It's really complicated, and he, he had to. He asked the, the author about like specific words that were used to describe him falling in love with this child. It, it that makes absolutely no sense, and I can't believe people actually eat this shit up. It is fucking terrible. It's disturbing that for the next eighteen years, that that already what twenty-year-old werewolf is going to be pining after this one, two, three four five-year-old six-year-old <laughs> yeah. seven-year-old year after year until he can get his hands on her and i guess they were, they were trying to make a big statement about the book is making a big statement about pro-life and uh i was reading in, inter- in the thing they have an interview with the screenwriters and they said it was the most difficult book to adapt because they didn't want it to become preachy and be uh pro-life and then what you know what's sad, Brad, is someone like your sister reads the books and goes sees the movies. That breaks my heart. I've I've already stated that I think those books set dangerous expectations for women. They do. They're absolutely ridiculous. The next generation is ruined. See, to me, I I'm a big Harry Potter fan, and that was sweet. And at least, uh, sorry, there's a badass play in baseball. Yeah. Uh, at least those books are fun. Well, the last one's not that much fun because everybody dies, but. You know, there's there's entertainment there. And even my father, who is a diehard Star Wars fan, where he watches those at least once a week, he said uh, 
he doesn't mind that Harry Potter overtook Star Wars as like the number one franchise of all time because he did it. <laughs> yeah, he's like because you know he respects those books and I mean those movies because they're well made and you know that's kind of cool for someone who could give a shit about them. Yeah, so. I agree, they, they are well made. Yeah. Um, what does your dad think of the uh, Blu-ray release? Oh, my I dad. The cover art's terrible. <laughs> my dad doesn't watch Blu-ray. My dad still watches VHS. So he's watching the original copies. Yeah. They're not, very not the special editions. They're very worn out. <laughs> um, I always think my dad still has a a TV from like the late nineties. <laughs> but you know the funny thing is no remote. It, <laughs> he has is, to go up and turn the dials. <laughs> he, he he still has his VCR hooked up, and next to his VCR, as long as I've known my father, the Indiana Jones trilogy, Star Wars trilogy, is always on top of his VCR, always ready to be popped in and watch them, which is kind of cool. Nice, you know. So yeah, so you know, I, I think that'd be a cool gift to get him because you know Blu-rays are so uh, players are so cheap now. I think the you have to get him a TV to go with it. Though, yeah, exactly. But he wants to get a new TV anyways. So I think if he gets a TV, uh, maybe for his birthday or something, I'll get him uh, a Blu-ray player in the trilogy set. Hopefully, it won't be one hundred and forty dollars, which I saw the price of it one hundred and forty dollars on Amazon. So hopefully, it'll go way down before it's released. We'll see. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm on the fence because so often now they, you know, do such like a double dip really quickly. So, yeah, I don't know if they do them for the Star Wars. They really don't do those for the Star Wars movies. They, uh, they brought up the like I have that set that you have up there, the uh-huh. silvery one, and then what? Like a year later, they did the original, like un <laughs> remastered, like but, single disc. Yeah, but didn't releases. they make it as a special feature? It's not even like the movie, the special edition, still the movie. Yeah, on it's it. like those DVDs where you can pick like widescreen or full screen. Yeah, but still, they're on there. Yeah, um, but they did release them individually. Like you didn't have to buy the whole yeah set. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to get it when it comes out. I'm, I'm not fooling anybody, but yeah, I know what you mean. But they'll also be probably cheaper. Yeah. And you won't have to buy, you don't have to spend like $100 all at once. Yeah. We'll see. Like, say, you could just get the only three that matter right <laughs> away, and then kind of maybe get one, two, you and know, three. No, I still don't think Revenge of the Sith is bad. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's your opinion. <laughs> I, I, it sparked a big debate when I put that up. That's on... okay, though. Like, I don't think uh, Phantom Menace is bad. That, yeah. that bad. You know, I don't think it's as bad as I remember it. When I saw it, when I watched it again, maybe a couple years ago, if you take away the hype and Jar Jar, Jar, Jar yeah. it's not that bad. Like, I think the battle on uh, the Gungans' home planet's pretty cool. And, of course, the pod racing scene's pretty badass. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Oh, that, actually, the the light, the Darth Maul lightsaber is oh, probably yeah, my favorite. So badass. Yeah. I, I think um, he really missed an opportunity to create a super iconic villain mm-hmm. by killing him immediately. What's, uh, I guess in the Clone Wars animated series, uh, he came back. Really? Yeah, they uh, found a way to bring him back, because obviously he was a soldered torso. Yep. So he, uh, and yeah, like he, he was only missing his legs, so he could have just, you know. Well, I guess it could, because, I mean, look I think, what happened to Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, robot body. So yeah. I think in the anime, they, like, they gave him, like, robotic legs or whatever. So it's like, oh, that would have been so cool for Revenge of the Sith to have him, like, show up after, like being out one movie yeah because you know out of all the uh characters in the prequels he's really endured and he's a really popular character he's kind of like boba fett where they're not really in the movie but he has a lasting Im uh image or i guess uh a lasting and speaking of missed opportunities uh what's his name general grievous mm-hmm. like uh they just kind of like 
his voice kind of emulates Vader's, like yeah. it foresh- foreshadows uh, the technology available to make Vader. Um, but I think it would have been really cool if uh, after he was defeated, like an actual piece of his robot body was used to make Vader. No, that would have been cool. Instead, they just, you know... Here's no! Lame. Mac. Way to take a iconic character and uh, dumb him down really quickly. <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. That, but I still think uh, I still think this. It's pretty cool how far Anakin fell, and I like that he killed Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and uh, you know, it was really a surreal moment for me because I just watched it recently. Uh, I came home and my wife was like, "I want to watch a movie." I said, "Okay." I'm thinking it's gonna be like Twenty Seven Dresses. She pulled out the freaking Revenge of the Sith. I said, "I want to watch something epic." It's like, all right, that's pretty cool. It's uh, one of those moments that you're like, boom. Uh, in trivia, a couple weeks ago, we had a uh, round seven is the usually the audio movie round, so it's like clips, voice clips of from movies. And it was all Sam Jackson, so you had to guess which movie the clip nice. was from. And because uh, I, I haven't seen Revenge of the Sith in a long time, uh, they played a clip where Mace Windu is about to fight um, Sidious, mm-hmm. and I totally forgot about this. The lame. Uh, Windu says something, and then Sidious goes like, "No, no, no, no!" <laughs> like this overextended no, no, no thing. No. It looks like really awkward and like poorly edited. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, that's right. That's why I hate that movie." Because <laughs> the moments like that, they're just why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway. there's still some cool moments. Like I, I like the uh, Anakin and Obi Wan Kenobi lightsaber battle i think is pretty cool i like when uh yoda walks into the senator's chambers and those guards try to get him and he just uses the force and knocks him <laughs> out that's pretty funny um but yeah when the blu-ray comes out i'll revisit him because yeah, i'm like i've i've obviously seen, obviously seen the phantom menace way more times than i know you have or... i remember when we were doing the uh ticket master <laughs> web uh, Nebcast. Well, that was just in the theater. Yeah, that was in the theater. I think you had like ten tickets of it or something. Uh, I can't believe I, I actually bought the VHS of Phantom Menace because mm-hmm. obviously they said they weren't going to have the DVD yeah. ever, uh, which they re- like quickly rescinded on. But it came with like a film reel and everything, and like this extra box that flipped up, and they really? didn't do that anymore. And you had to pick between like full screen and widescreen. Really? On VHS. Because how often do you see widescreen VHSs? Not very often. Yeah. I, I remember one of the worst movies ever on vhs was last action hero because they did the pan and scan so much mm-hmm. oh it was terrible i have ghostbusters on dvd oh that's a bad one too i don't think it's widescreen probably not or no wait sorry i do have it widescreen it was the tv version i saw yeah oh yeah on comedy central where, it, where it they goes, hold it then it just like yeah they're stretches. in the elevator yeah yeah it, it yeah the motion looks weird in the pan yeah do you know Rick Moranis was able to retire because he did Ghostbusters and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and that's why he's not in movies anymore? I thought he was in movies anymore because he was sad about his wife dying. Oh, maybe that too. <laughs> but uh, I know he chose not to do movies because he made so much money off those nice. movies. Yeah. So uh, Ghostbusters and Honey, uh, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is the last starring movie. In Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> that was a good one. I haven't seen that in. forever. Um, did you watch the office finale tonight? I did not. It's recorded. Ah, oh. is it good? You know, I uh, guess we haven't talked about uh Michael Scott fun. leaving. Yeah, 
Did we, uh, was that the week we recorded the last one? Two weeks ago? Uh, maybe. Because D'Angelo... Vickers. <laughs> that was like, last week that he... No, I think it was a week right? before. Oh, right, because Dwight took over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dwight, true acting manager. That one was really funny. I think we did talk about Michael leaving Maybe we did talk podcast. about Michael. Um, uh, I think we did. Yeah. But oh yeah, because we said he's coming here to Colorado. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. I actually thought it, some people complained about Will Ferrell. I thought she was actually pretty funny on that because he wasn't his normal like stupid character. He just was like a total dick. <laughs> that's what like D'Angelo Vickers was. Is just an asshole. And how he went down trying to prove that he could dunk made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, because Pam's like trying to get Jim to go on and be part of the group again. <laughs> yeah. Totally turns the tables. Yeah. No. Or uh, last week with Dwight was funny. Uh, them starting their rivalry again. Oh yeah, the fist. The fist. <laughs> uh, sorry, we're watching this short bald guy play <laughs> basketball. Um, damn it! I wish you'd watched it because we have have an extra thing to talk about. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought. Well, the other thing is that people complain about Will Ferrell. Like, I did people think that he was going to actually be. Yeah. the next manager because I read you know they only planned for him to be there for four episodes yeah. so well, I wasn't was... like I was kind of just waiting for like how does he go out yeah you know I, I I still think it was funny though because again people expect him to be that Ron Burgundy where he's dumb mm-hmm. but I actually thought he played a pretty funny uh, against character type where he was a, just a total jerk and uh, a little crazy the end of that uh, first episode he's in where or, or I think we his manager without Michael and Pam and Jim were like Trying to get him to like their baby yeah. at the end of the episode, he's like, "What does he say?" I don't even remember. Like, I hate that fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, something Stuff like, like that. that. <laughs> or when he's eating, picking up the corners of the cake and trying to eat them. <laughs> no, I, I thought Jim's look at the camera was priceless. There is almost as if he was saying, "What did I get myself into?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have been manager. Should have been manager. I love Office. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just a ton of stars applying for the job. In the, in the, it's a full hour, too. Yeah. And I thought the best one is uh, they have James Spader playing some really weird character. I heard Ricky Gervais is in it and mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Will James... Arnett's in it. Is he? Yeah. I love Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Some British chick who apparently is famous, but I don't know her. Is um, she hot? Yeah. She's in. She's, in. She's very proper. <laughs> like most British people. Um, who else? But anyway, the Spader thing. He he uh, plays this guy who is basically like way overqualified for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in the interview, he's telling him, "What is it?" He he's like he goes to like each person like Toby, um, Gabe. <laughs> Sorry, this made me remember a line from Jim. He's like, I just found out today that Gabe, Gabe's last name is Lewis. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, James Peter's just like like spitting out all these nuggets of wisdom to like each of the different characters, um, trying to like instantly figuring them out. Uh-huh. And then uh, after he leaves, uh, they ask Jim's opinion of him, and Jim's like, uh, he creeps me out, but I think he's a genius. <laughs> What was the name of uh, Fudge, the uh, the black guy who came in for the office when Michael got fired? What was his name? Oh, um, Idris Elba is the actor. Yeah, but I don't. I forget the character. 
<laughs> that was one of my favorite when he is talking to all the characters. He's like, productivity guy, Stanley, I want you on that. <laughs> <laughs> the least productive. <laughs> he puts Kevin at the reception. Uh, Actually, Kevin had maybe my favorite line of the whole season. Um, where he's like, I like banter, but I hate witty banter. <laughs> he said that in the last podcast. Because <laughs> I listened to it today. Yeah, I freaking love that line. Yeah. Uh, he has some good stuff today, too. <laughs> or when he freaked out on Holly because she... <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> do you think that i'm retarded <laughs> oh my god holly that's really offensive uh yeah it's a i don't want to yeah i yeah, could say maybe I'll, I'll watch it when i ryan has some good moments too like he kind of one ups one ups jim again and, <laughs> yeah how does ryan have a job <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> he, he was saying today like i don't want another goofball manager i need a manager who'll keep me in line when i want to be kept in line <laughs> <laughs> I guess he has a really funny stand-up bit. That's how they found him. I don't... I've never seen BJ Novak's stand-up or anything. Yeah, he's like co-developer of the show or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Toby, like, uh, Paul Lieberstein? Yeah, he's, he's the also head writer. Like, wh- is he a producer? disease? Like, he is looking really frail. <laughs> he's, or has lost a lot of weight or something. Like, yeah. watch season six, he's really fat. And yeah. then watch the last, you know, six episodes of... When he's come back from the Scranton Strangler thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's really emaciated. Yeah. <laughs> He must have had lost a lot of weight, or yeah, <laughs> that I'm, was funny. I'm worried, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's all right. I haven't heard anything. It's a pretty funny character. I hope we get to see uh, his brother. <laughs> yeah, some more of his brother <laughs> come in from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> you are just more. the worst. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? Of course, Every Michael had a, a great line this season about Toby. If I had a gun and two bullets and Adolf Hitler, Saddam, Osama bin Laden, and Toby were in a room, I'd shoot, shoot Toby, Toby twice. twice. Ooh. Okay, I'd mean. shoot a bullet through Osama bin Laden and kill Toby, too. No, here's what you do. You line him up. <laughs> uh, you know what's great is you know how much I love Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, my TV's going on right now, sorry. And uh, he's in a commercial for Xfinity, and he's talking about their internet and some chicks playing um, video games. And he sits down and goes, finish him! <laughs> it's like you know how the chick is like, holding the controller like, way up here where she came to see the TV because you know, in front of her eyes? Too, whenever you see someone playing video games on TV or in movies, they're like, way overextending themselves. Even if I was a director and I know you're trying to show that they're you know, hey, they're playing a game. Like when someone's driving a car, they're moving their hand. But that just looks ridiculous. Ridiculous. I've never played a game where I've pressed all the buttons on the <laughs> controller all at once. All at once. Unless it's Mario Party when you have to <laughs> tap something really fast. Dude, so I, in, uh, on the new video game systems, they have achievements and trophies. Uh, and I have PlayStation, so it's trophies. There's a trophy of Mortal Kombat that's super hard to get that and I got, got on accident. Um, I was playing and... There's hidden fatalities in it, and it's the babalities, if you're a fan of the series. Uh, one of the goofiest things in Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 is uh, instead of killing people at the end, you could turn them into, like, baby versions of themselves. And in the new Mortal Kombat, it's it's funnier because, like, if you turn Shang Tsung into a baby, he picks up, like, a little teddy bear and steals a soul from it. Like, uh, I guess he steals souls from people. And, uh, like, I turned Striker, who's the cop, into a baby, and so he picks up a gun and tries to shoot it, and it knocks him on his butt, and the baby starts crying. And so, like, kind of like really goofy little bits. And uh, so, the other day, I 
picked Sonya, and I decided I wanted to do Bay Valleys, everybody, because I wanted to see... Everybody has their own little cute little animation for it. So um, to do a Bay Valley in the winning round, you can't block an attack. Like, you can hit block, but if someone's punching you or something and you get hit, then you can't do a Bay Valley. So I went through, I did a Bay Valley to everybody, and uh, when I got to Kentaro, who's a, a boss... It automatically did a babality on him. I didn't even know you could do that. But like, evidently, if you do a babality on everybody, when you get to Kentaro or Goro, it does a babality on him. Like that's a hidden thing in it. So I got that trophy. And then when I got to Shao Kahn, I destroyed him with Sonya for some reason. And then at the end, it uh, gave me a trophy. It says, "What this button do?" I'm like, "What? The f- I don't even know what that means." Through all ten arcade ladder matches, I didn't hit block one time, nice. and I never lost. And that's how you get that trophy. And that trophy is so hard that I went on IGN because they said, uh, get the hardest trophy in the game um, a cheap way. And that was that trophy. And they said, oh, set the timer to 10, do a tag, and just keep on tagging <laughs> in and out so you, can't, you don't have to worry about hitting a block. I did it the hard way without <laughs> even knowing. Nice. That's how great I am at so that game. You're a true champion. I am a true champion in Mortal Kombat. You're not uh, one of those. You're not some armchair champion. I totally. Know. I don't know what the real term is, but. So you know nice. that uh, PlayStation's system went down the network because some douchebag had to Yeah, are you it. financially ruined now? No, I'm <laughs> fine. Actually, the cool thing that their Welcome Back program, because I've been a PlayStation... Um, the Please Don't Sue Us program? Yeah. Uh, a PlayStation um, user, I guess, for basically since the system launched, is they're giving me... You get a, two free games, like real games. Downloadable, or you can like get a voucher and pick uh, them You up have on to games. download them, but still... So I'm going to get Infamous and Little Big Planet. Then you get, uh, you can buy, I think it's two or three movies for free. And you get a month of watching movies for free from Sony. So it can be like, you know, high definition. And you get a couple other things for free. Wow. So, hey, fuck it. Who cares? I didn't, I I wasn't able to go on PSN for a month, but I get two free games and movies and whatever. Wow. No sweat off my sack. For now. Until. Well, I don't know. Third world country. (laughs) Uh, you get a bill, but I was reading that the only an reason, elephant. <laughs> the only reason in they, India, I didn't buy that. <laughs> they did that as to prove that they could. <laughs> like hackers are so lame. I know a lot of it's ego. Yeah, I'm such the greatest. I'm so great. I hope they find him and throw him in prison. I like, hope you'd not love never using a computer ever again. And he's never allowed to buy a PlayStation. Totally, or play one, or look at one. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, my week of nothing really exciting happening. <laughs> right on. Um, but yeah, uh, the Wii 2 is coming out. Eventually. They're saying next year. Yeah. I guess they've already given specs to like third-party developers. What are you looking forward to in a Wii 2, Ryan? Um, in a Wii 2, um, you know the thing about Nintendo systems? The only thing I look forward to is more Mario and Zelda games. Right. So I, I guess I don't really help their third-party situation. Um in the games department. I'm, the only thing that disappoints me about the Wii 2 is that means that Skyward Sword will probably not come out on the Wii. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> They're going to pull a Twilight Princess because yeah. they hate us. Um, but I love Nintendo so much that I will let it slide. Yeah, I mean, they make so many good games. You know, I think that's why it's so hard for people to get in on the system, uh, third-party developers, because their their first-party games are so good. I mean, that's... Oh, no, I liked Epic Mickey a lot. I didn't play it. It's fun. I've been out of the game scene for... I know, you're such a loser. Oh, sorry, I've only been, you know, working on my future. <laughs> God! Making movies and writing books and 
recording podcasts, loser vlogs, and, and going to Rockies games. And dude, I go to Rockies games, work, play video games, married. <laughs> Your life's so tough. It is, <laughs> dude. Speaking is... of which. Where are you working on your movie book? What's going on? With that? I am. You start yet? I did. Can I see it? No. Oh. I got. I'm I'll figuring. Just trust it exists. It does, and I'm figuring. I actually have a list hanging on that bulletin board of my hundred favorite movies of all time. Is it the same list that was on MySpace? Nope. So it's it's updated, updated. for 2011. Uh, uh, for 2011 and <laughs> retweaked. Because you want to give us any sneak previews of like new stuff that made it on? Um, new stuff that's made it on, of course, is uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Nice. Something that might surprise people. Uh, let me in. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just tweaked it a little bit because you know uh, taste change. Yeah. And um, obviously, my top movies didn't change at all. <laughs> Army of Darkness is still number one. Yeah. Spoiler alert. That's the part of the list that rarely goes on yeah you know I, I i need to watch army of darkness i haven't seen in a while i do need to download i heard there's a i read that there's a 99 cent army of darkness game on the iphone now and what I, are you doing it i know slow I, down zombies uh yeah pretty much it's a castle defense game where you kill zombies um i read a review for it on my ign app and it, they gave it a 7.5 out of 10 so it's not too bad for uh it would be kind of fun as if you like Angry Birds style you drag the chainsaw back and you just let it go and it just <laughs> rams into a zombie's face yeah you know, some people are not a, a, a dead, what, deadites face. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, are, are worried about They're not uh, zombies, deadites. Like iPhone games overtaking Nintendo 3DS or something. I don't think that'll ever happen because I mean the games are fun, but they're fun for picking up and playing for two minutes and then you're done. They're throwaways. Yeah, yeah. they're throwaways. I mean, Angry Birds is fun, but I mean I, I can only play that so long before I'm like, okay, fuck this game. Mm. It's not like a Tetris puzzle game where you can keep on playing it and playing it and playing it. And I was I always enjoy playing games on a larger screen. Yeah, me like too. The little thing like on a plane or you know on the light rail, I just I can't play it for more than you know a few minutes. Yeah, they do have Ultimate Mortal Kombat three for the um, iPhone, oh, yeah. but. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan of those touch controls, too. A lot of people on... You know how smart the Mortal Kombat fans are. Are complaining on uh, Mortal Kombat Online that um, they don't use digitized fighters for the iPhone version. Um, do people understand that taking thousands of pictures of one person to make a move is tons of memory? <laughs> and I don't think you could download that over, like... I, I don't know how long it would take, literally, to download it's it onto more than an iPhone. 3G. <laughs> yeah. Or 4G, <laughs> and the process and to yeah. process that information, I don't think it could do it. I don't know. I, I guess maybe back in the day, because you know, it's, it's low color information, yeah, uh, low resolution. Maybe it's a small file size, but I mean, those carts weren't like an iPhone's. You know, storage space and memory capacity is way more than like a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. They should just. But they are releasing all three bitches. Mortal Kombat's on the PlayStation Network for ten dollars. The originals. That's pretty cool. I saw that. Yeah, I, I instantly thought of you. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, that's thirty dollars that he'll be purchasing on that. That's only ten bucks for all three games. Oh, ten bucks for all, not each individually. Yeah, I would not spend thirty dollars on those three games because I already have them on PlayStation Two. Well, that's ten dollars you still won't be putting towards the Circus Domain is under construction book, and with that. <laughs> That's the end of this episode. You know, Brad, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why aren't you getting it, Ryan? Just, what do I got to do? Zip. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> they have promotions uh, on Lulu uh, 
every once in a while you, you can get 20 percent off like entering a certain code and stuff, oh it's so. not that i it's the not the money thing i just keep on forgetting you just don't care uh, yeah it's <laughs> whatever no i just keep on forgetting sorry but i will i'm just sad because only cliff's bought one <laughs> i think the book's really cool <laughs> whatever I, yeah anyway anyways um did you have anything else? I, I no, was just joking. No, I, yeah. Oh, the Wii 2. Uh, yeah. I'm just that's shooting. All I had. Yeah, I'm shooting. It might have a out. motion controller yeah. based on finger movements or something instead of buttons. Yeah, I'm just throwing shit out. Um, we got to go watch the movie, yeah. so we should just end it. Um, we should. For Nebcast, this is Brad. I'm Ryan. Bye. Talk to you next time.